everyone excited yeah no it actually starts a little bit earlier i've been reviewing we're going to get into that jim i've been reviewing our videos and we actually there's a delay and um when we start up our videos you can actually see us um and it's sometimes a little kind of awkward silence because we're waiting for all these different buttons to come up but uh we're getting it right so uh I've got my cue when my little buttons come on, so we're good. But good morning, everyone. This is Carol Sue. You just saw us last night, AKA Naughty Boss. Uh, and we're here this morning, bright and early with our guests. I'm Naughty Boss, and I'm with two sisters. Hey, good morning, everyone. It's Janice, AKA Wellness Diva 5.0. It's Wealth Wellness Wednesday, and we have an <laughs> amazing guest on today. Um, I'm not going to pronounce your last name because I'm not that good with pronouncing last names, but you know we want to welcome to the Two Sisters podcast, um, Julie Madesi. Did I say that? Correctly? Yes, well done. You did it, Jan. Awesome job. I I don't know why, but I always butcher things up. So, and you really come from very big corporate background, but um, I just want to say that you know you are, of course are the owner and founder of um Avexia health and wellness so from corporate to wellness like how did that happen um yeah I get asked that a lot I I when I was 19 I lost my mother to cancer she was only 48 and unfortunately um you know back in the in the early 80s we didn't know a lot about wellness and nutrition and so my father convinced me that business was the way to go so i i studied um and eventually ended up with a human resources degree but i always pursued business as my vocation but i always had an interest in wellness because during my mother's um journey with cancer she had seen a naturopathic doctor and actually got her cancer into remission for a while through nutritional therapies and um you know, supplementation and exercise and meditation and all those kinds of natural approaches. And so I'd always had an interest and studied those things as kind of a hobby. And interestingly, um, after well over 25 years in the corporate world and corporate HR specifically, um, we had an opportunity to move to Italy for my husband's job. And I said, Okay, <laughs> so I left the corporate world behind and I got to decide what I wanted to be when I grew up. And so I decided to actually pursue my passion for health and wellness and um, do something a bit more serious with it. And so I started studying for a variety of different certifications and, and um, kind of started on my own health journey. And uh, and here we are today. Now I've got a number of different certifications. I've been working with a holistic doctor because I had health problems of my own that I've been able to, to manage um, through working with a more natural approach. And I, and I really believe wholeheartedly that if we took more of a focus on nutrition and prevention instead of disease management, that our society would be a lot different. Amen to that. Yeah. Wow, that, that's very profound. And coming from um, a background of where you were and, um, you know, losing your, <coughs> excuse me, losing your mom at such a young age, but, you know, really kind of taking 
all of that and focusing on the nutrition aspect. Carol Sue and I always talk about that. You know, for instance, um, maybe you have an ache or pain, whatever it may be. We go to the doctors, uh, they diagnose whatever it is, and we get a medication, boom, and that's it. Whereas if maybe we kind of took the more holistic approach and, you know, for instance, for somebody who has like gallbladder problems, such as myself, I love cheese. Guess what? I can't eat cheese anymore. You know, it's so, you know, to go with those foods that, you know, there's always alternatives, right? And, you know, why, why do we, I guess, Carol, so the big question for me would be, why do we continue to punish ourselves with so I, I think part of it is not questioning, uh, you know, really what's going on internally. We sometimes forget, you know, go to the source, like what is the source of the root of my gut issues? And we really don't look at our diet because when we hear the word diet, we automatically think of weight loss, transformation. But the truth of the matter is we all diet. Everyone diets because diet is eating, period. Mm -hmm. Uh, the issue with the food sources today versus when we were younger is broad-based. It's huge. Uh, a lot of, um, you know, just so much junk that it goes into our food processing and the, the whole processing of manufacturers of what they do, the fillers, um, the ingredients that most people have a really hard time pronouncing uh, are clues and signs. Um, but I think the sad piece to that is those that do suffer specific things um, refuse to connect the dots that it's the food they're eating that they're eating. And the two main issues for our gut health uh, is sugar and is dairy. Those are the two key factors of poor gut health uh, because it's feeding into that bad bacteria. Now we do need bacteria in our gut. There's a good bacteria, but we keep feeding the bad bacteria and we don't do that analysis to say, uh, do you love the food that much that you're going to torture your body? And that tells me they're not dealing with, you know, sometimes food, we talk about the word comfort food, which we, you know, food is good. You should have pleasure. You should have comfort with it, right? But if that comfort uh, is almost like an scapegoat for dealing with a, a psychological or another issue going on with yourself, Frequently, you'll find those people that eat that same food that's actually torturing them, it really leads to something else. So it's really, a, I call it a three-tiered or triangle system that we refuse to kind of identify. Um, but, you know, we preach your gut is your second brain. Uh, it nourishes every uh, piece of organ that's in your body uh, and is just as important as your brain. And people need to treat it as such and treat our bodies as this gift that we were giving and it needs to be nourished. So I really think that uh, the advocacy of people really sharing the importance of gut health, and it's not necessarily, yes, it could be for, for weight loss for some, but guess what? It could also be weight gain for some. Uh, it could be, you know, dealing with like, you know, what you're dealing with, your gallbladder. It could be Crohn's disease. It could be uh, diabetes. It could be, you know, a, a gamut of autoimmune. I mean, think about it. When you think about that. Did we have all these issues like 20, 30, 30 years ago? Not to the level we are today. And that is a testimony to the garbage that's in our food. Yeah, definitely. And it, you know, I, I like that you, you talk about holistic because the, the first certification I got was as a holistic nutritionist. And um, 
one of the one of the I just finished writing a, a a blog post for a company I work with in Switzerland, and and it's about the fact that you know your health encompasses a wide broad circle of things. It isn't just about our physical health. It's about our mental health. It's about our emotional health. It's about our financial health. It's about our relationship health. It's about, you know, our quality of life. It's about doing work that fulfills us. It's about managing stress. It's about proper sleep and recovery. It's about so many other things as well. And every one of those pieces plays a part in our physical health. When you think about emotions, when every time we have an emotional response or a thought, our body releases neurochemicals that have an effect on our body and, and they affect our hormones, which affect our hunger and satiety levels, which affect, I mean, women, we have over 50 different hormones, right? So any of those get out of balance and we have problems. It isn't just estrogen and progesterone. There's a lot of other hormones in there. You know, I have an autoimmune issue with my thyroid that has wreaked havoc on my body and, you know, and goes in waves and, and I have to be very careful about it. But the other thing we, we forget is that the, the, the symptoms we feel or experience are actually the culmination of a lot of the things happening over a period of time. So those imbalances aren't just you know, even the gallbladder issues or whatever, it isn't just specifically because one day your gallbladder decided to go kaput. It's mm -hmm. because there were things leading up to that, things that were causing inflammation, things that were causing a breakdown in your, in the systems, you know, for me with my thyroid, the same thing. And so it's, it's a, it's a very complex interplay of factors and the symptoms we feel are the things that conventional medicine are treating instead of, as you said, Carol Sue, looking for the root cause, because it's never just one thing. Right, you and know, just, and I think I think people, that's the easy way out. You know, we, sadly, we're in a society that instant gratification, instant knowledge, let's Google this. We're gonna be, you know, that Google doctor ourselves. And we don't understand that there are so many uh, variables that go into the, the, the fine machine that our bodies are, it's a, it's a machine. And if you're not really addressing, uh, like you wouldn't, you wouldn't put diesel and gasoline in a gasoline normal car. Uh, that would ruin the engine, right? We we know that. There's very simplistic examples you can give it, but when you are reaching out to those that continually go to those food groups that place havoc, then you're talking about okay. Now we're talking about an emotional piece that they're not dealing with. So yeah. there's all these different things and understanding that. Um, some of uh, the flip side of that, some people that say crave food, uh, not necessarily, you know, even eating the food that's bad for them. Usually that's what they're craving, but usually a craving has to do with a deficiency of your nutritional gut. There, there's pieces of your nutritional that, that's not meeting the gut needs. And usually the different categories, whether it's salts, whether it's starches, sugars, or whatever, really means a specific nutritional deficiency. People are not making that connection. Part of it, I do believe, uh, when you look at uh, the medical uh, industry as a whole, your medical doctors get very little education in nutrition. Uh, they don't. That's why you, you know, you thankfully a lot of uh, medical facilities will have an, a nutritionist on staff. But again, you know, going back to the the normal uh, studies that they would do versus 
a naturopathic that's going back to the earth and saying, geez, we've got good ingredients here, raw ingredients that specifically can address a lot of these different issues. If we get the education for people out there, it's not this like hippie 60s, like I'm going to eat the, you know, the beans out of my garden, blah, 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 blah. But there's some truth to that. And I think really going back to the basics uh, and it's hard to rewind. We know that it is really true to hard to rewind to get back to the basics of things because we've go, we've gone so much further with social media, uh, you know, what you see on uh, the news, uh, what you see uh, as far as the internet, and then even in the grocery stores. Well, and we, we live in a society that doesn't value things like sleep and rest and recovery and stress management. And, and so it's just hurry up, do more with less, you know, numb out, I mean, how many people do you know that say, oh, I just need to, I just need to numb out. I just need to veg. I, I, I can't think anymore by the end of the day. I mean, that's not what we were designed to do. And we're all going to have those days. We're all going to have peaks and valleys in our lives. I'm not saying we can live stress-free, but having the tools to manage that. And the other thing I think a lot of my clients, one of the first things we work on is the relationship with your body. Because a lot of times people don't even realize that they don't feel good until they start to feel better. And right. because we just, we, we say, you know, I saw a, a doctor, a conventional doctor for six years before my, um, I finally went to the holistic doctor who diagnosed my autoimmune issues. And she kept telling me that my symptoms were just it's just normal. That's just part of aging. It's like, like, no, it isn't. I know, I may not be an expert in medicine, but I'm an expert in my body because I know what my body should feel like. And this isn't it. And, you know, the brain fog and the, and the lethargy and the lack of energy and the, the lack of motivation to feel like I even wanted to do things that I enjoyed and you know, and then the weight gain and losing my hair and, you know, all that, all the other things that go along with thyroid issues. And, and, and we allow ourselves to be convinced that this is just, it's just what we have to live with instead of saying, wait a minute, what is causing this? You know, so instead we see all these um, commercials for, for new drugs and we say, oh, those are all my symptoms. So we go to the doctor and say, I must need this drug. And the doctor says, okay, here you go. And then we start having other symptoms because of the drug. And so we get some drugs to take care of those symptoms and so on and so on. And, and I, you know, I have many cases of people I know and friends I've spoken with who either themselves or their spouses or other people in their family have just been dismissed by the doctor. And one of my friends, her husband was in his mid thirties at the time. He was on 12 different medications, felt terrible, lived on pizza and Pepsi. And, wow. and she asked the doctor, can you please talk to him about eating healthier because he won't listen to me. And the doctor said his diet has nothing to do with it. Oh, see, <laughs> I, I, I totally disagree because see, there's, there's the pawn off. It's like the masking factor. Okay. Here's, these are your symptoms. Here's a medication. Goodbye. See ya. Exactly. Now, I am not knocking those people who do need to be on medication. That's not what I'm yeah. saying. But if we take a step back, and, you know, what is our part in, in our health? What are we contributing? What are we not contributing? Well, the other, and the other piece, you got to think about that too, Jan, is, you know, yes and no to that statement. 
They mm -hmm. just said yes and no, because there are a lot of people that do not need to be on medication. You know, we have to understand that the, the pharmaceutical industry is a billion dollar industry. And who are their servants, the doctors to push these medications on people? And I would I would bet to say probably eight out of 10 people, maybe seven out of 10 people, there would be healthier alternatives going back to understanding what the root cause is that's causing their issue. And the biggest one that we know is inflammation all over the body and saying, what can I do to try to clean up my diet? And when I say clean up my diet, I'm not referring to just eating celery sticks and carrot sticks. Right. I'm eating good, healthy grains, good, you know, all colors of the rainbow, the whole nine yards and getting to the root cause of, uh, am I eating a lot of processed foods? Am I, eat, am I overloaded with dairy? This whole dairy does the body good is, is a phenomenon that's a bunch of malarkey yeah. Uh, you know, that, that we as a society have been forced to grow up with and, and believe. So I truly believe that, yes, while there are certain certain uh, situations where medication is the only thing, uh, I would beg to differ that I would say that probably a lot of people that are on a medication could uh, eventually get off. And I'm not saying, oh, my God, you know. Stop your medication, go right to, you know, a healthy diet or going back to, uh, you know, eat, eating clean. You never, ever want to just stop your medication. You want to be under doctor's supervision. But I would question the doctor and say, look, I want to try a more holistic approach. Are you partnering with me? And guess what? If that doctor is not willing to part with you, get the hell out of there. I mean, we have you know, consumers have a right to say, look, at, you know, I want to do better for my body. I want to do better for my, my health and wellness. And I know that I need, that I believe that some of the things that are contributing to why I feel so such like crap is because of, I realized I could be doing better. Now, take that a step further. Say you do start eating clean and you're still not getting the results. It may be different food groups. It's, it's not a quick all fix all for everybody. And that's, I think we have to slow down, uh, be patient with ourselves. Be, you know, we are our best advocate, like you were saying, like we know our bodies best. Yeah, and it takes, you're right, it, and it is a process, and it takes experimentation, and it can take, it can take years. I've been working on this, you know, issue for me, for myself, for my thyroid issues. I've been working on this for probably over 10 years now, but closer to 12 years, and, and that's okay, because I learn as I go, and because, just because I got things in balance, I got my Hashimoto's in remission for a while, my body changed when I went into menopause. And so everything went out of balance again. And so health isn't like you, you get to this destination and then you stop. This is an ongoing thing because every seven years, our bodies undergo a pretty major change and we have to learn to adapt and change with them. And, right. you know, there, and there isn't one, like, as you said, there isn't one right diet for everyone. And that's why these, these gurus, these, you know, uh, personalities on social media who are pushing, pushing, this is the thing, this is the answer, this is the way. Uh, run as fast as you can from them because there isn't one best diet for everybody. We all have a different genetic makeup. We all have a different physiology. We all have a different health profile. We all have a different life experience, stress, recovery, you know, everything about us 
other than being biologically similar, we're, we're all different and need to have a, an approach that works specifically for our needs. But one thing I will say is that when you think about it, this is one, one of the things I love about my doctor, um, talking about medications. High cholesterol is not the result of a statin drug deficiency. It's a result of a blocked metabolic pathway or a nutrient deficiency or something else going on in the body. And he goes on further to say that there are only two causes of every single disease there is in the world. It's either an insult to the body by injury or a bacteria or a virus or something external, or it's a nutrient deficiency that causes malfunction somewhere in the body and allows either, you know, sick cells to proliferate or stops an essential function or whatever it is. And, and that's it. If you look at every illness and disease that you know of, it's one of those two causes. True. And so instead of complicating our approach and, and trying to, you know, decide that we have to do this super difficult, complex approach to getting healthy, keep it simple and think about where those, those imbalances are coming from in your life and your body and, and choose one pathway to work on first. Don't try to do everything all at once and choose one thing to focus on and focus on that for a while. And you'll learn pretty quickly what's working, what's not working, you know, and, and what might I need to adjust. But that's where it helps to work with a holistic doctor, a coach who knows about this kind of thing, who has the right qualifications and credentials instead of some you know, social media personality who's just um, trying to get you to buy their products or follow their... Right, and not only that, you know, with the whole, I mean, obviously, you know, we've all heard uh, Kardashian's being sued or, and she's agreed to pay you know, over $1 million on her uh, reference of what she was promoting. And a lot of people, layman people, just don't understand that an influencer usually gets paid uh, to represent whatever company product uh, that they're pushing. Uh, so they are the least likely unless it happens to do within their specific field. Now, if she wanted to sell the greatest photographer of all time to get that best angle of your body, yeah, I'd probably talk to Kardashian on that one. But she would not be necessarily a person that I would choose to give me a financial direction since we are talking about Wealth Wellness Wednesday. So. Yeah. I think the society puts too much emphasis on that influencer that, you know, they're recommending this diet program, that diet program. And yeah, they may have had some success, but it was probably boosted by, uh, you know, a little bonus. Yeah. Well, and I yeah. just, I'm sorry. sorry. I was just to say, I was just contacted by somebody who is, you know, represents an MLM company and I have this great product and it's all natural and it would be so good for your clients. It's like, I don't, it's not part of my business model to promote products because while there are lots of really good products out there, they come from many different places. And a lot of the MLM people who sell, and I have nothing against some of those products, but think about it. If you have to, what is their background? They're promoting these things. They're trying to explain to you, they're reading a pamphlet about the products they're selling and then they're going and positioning themselves as health coaches um, because they have these great things and they can tell you all about the nutrient deficiencies and the profiles of the, the products and whatever, but they don't actually know what they're talking about. 
and those products aren't necessarily right for every person they talk to. And so, you know, I, I, I always say buyer beware because it's, you know, who's, who stands to benefit from this? And what is the ultimate outcome? Do I end up having to stay on this product for the rest of my life? Or is it something I can take until I get my body into a balance and then I can stop taking for a while? Well, the, the other thing too is I wanted to back up a little bit. Um, you know, when you think of wellness overall, it, it, it's a masking, you know, it, it's a big umbrella. <laughs> and if we were the ones that kind of took control of that, I think there is a fear associated with having that conversation with, you know, your healthcare professional when we really should be. And as knowledgeable as I am <laughs> as a health coach and promoting different things, I'm well of things that, you know, I'm very aware of things that I do know, but what I don't know, but what I always, um, interject with, you know, I, you know, I had a great conversation yesterday with my physician <laughs> and we were going over the results. And I said, this is what I don't want. And this is what I could do. And she was like, wait, you know, she was proud that I came to the table with a solution kind of ahead of time without really knowing the results. But you, I guess what I'm trying to say is everyone out there listening to my voice, we all need to take um, possession of our health in a way that works with our lifestyle. You know, I, I look at back on my journey, you know, we talk about my journey a lot. I lost over 130 pounds. <laughs> I've kept it off for, I don't know, 15, 16 years, but it's, I'm still a work in process, progress. It never ends. You know, you get a, a slightly a little older, you know, things start to happen and you just, you have to take control of your health. Yeah, we, we are responsible. Nobody else can do it for us. Nobody can control what goes in here. Nobody can control what happens in our minds. You know, nobody can control how or when we move our body. And, I, and you know, I've had, um, I don't know why, but after I turned 40, I just suddenly became an expert in finding new and interesting ways to hurt myself. And so I've been through so many different injuries and setbacks physically. But one of the great things I've discovered during each of my recovery periods is that whatever you're dealing with, there's a way to, there's a, still a way that you can, you can take care of your body. Um, if you can't move very much, you can change the way and the amount that you eat, because if you're not moving very much, you don't need as, as much intake, right? Um, you always need to stay hydrated. If you are injured in some part of your body, there are usually exercises or some form of movement that you can do, whatever your limitations are. I had a friend um, who has a son who's wheelchair bound, and I found chair workouts that they do. And I have a friend who drove a semi-truck and she also got in the best shape of her life doing seated workouts while she wasn't driving. And, you know, there's, there are even, I worked with an 85 year old man who was bedridden and the doctor basically told him he was going to die. And um, he had all kinds of health issues and couldn't move, couldn't walk. 
And his grandson came after a visit to China and taught him how to do Tai Chi. And just, he started in his bed, just doing the, the mental work and then doing some breathing and then doing some gentle movement with his, with his arms. And within about, I wanna say about eight months, he, was, he got up and walked into his doctor's office. He said his doctor just about fell off his chair. He wouldn't believe it, that wow. you know, he was able to recover. And I'm not saying that you can you know, absolutely reverse everything that ever happens to you, but there's usually something, there's always an option of some sort, but it's a matter of deciding that that's important to you or deciding that it isn't and then, and then living with that and taking responsibility for that decision. Yes, and I'm, I'm glad you brought up uh, the point about being uh, with, with options. Um, so I do want to put a disclaimer out there for a lot of our viewers. Uh, Janice and I, as most people know, we are in direct sales. Uh, we value that industry and we are in the health and wellness business. Um, and I want to make sure that we uh, let people know that there's not one uh, coach, there's not one uh, doctor, there's not one direct sales company, there's not one specific uh, area that is going to fit all. And I want to make sure that we're not disrespecting a great industry that uh, is really providing education on gut, gut health, but not only that, that, you know, are really producing a lot of people that they maybe they might not necessarily have that health coach background per se, but they are living their, tr their true best selves by feeling better and sharing uh, that, you know, wh whatever they're promoting, uh, that it has impacted their lives. So I want to make sure that we, we, res we are respecting all industries. We, we're, we're real good about that. And uh, why well, I, I absolutely appreciate yeah, your perspective on that. Um, it, it is a good source for a lot of people uh, because sadly, a lot of people may not uh, be able to have the avenue to, you know, have the garden to, to get all those. I mean, organic is extremely expensive. Um, I'm proud of the company and as well as Jan that we represent. It is a plant-based company and it has, uh, I think we just celebrated our 10 year anniversary. Um, and I, it, it was life-changing for me, life-changing for Jan. So we just want to make sure that, you know, we are not <laughs> disrespecting that industry as a whole. No, no. And I, I didn't mean any disrespect sure. by that. Like I said, there are some really great products out there, but yes. again, because you, and, and most people who get into this line of work, get into it because they've had a personal transformation. Right. I'm no exception to that. Right. You know, and what, what, what I love about um, our world now is that there's so much opportunity to be to become educated and to to actually learn and know. And even if you don't do it to to sell a product or sell a service, there's still a lot of education available for people. And it's just a matter of taking care to to focus on the the right things so that you're getting good information. I mean, I saw a, a company that was promoting, you can become a certified health coach in 30 days or nutrition coach in 30 days. That's not enough time to learn very much about nutrition. You know, and you can, yes, there's this time to learn a lot about nutrition, but again, I just, I caution people to take care you know, to, to understand. And I, and I don't want to discount the knowledge of a lot of these companies. As I said, I've taken a lot of the products myself, and I think there are many good products out there. But as you said, there's no one particular product that's best for everybody. And, um, and the people who are, 
who are representing the companies, I think, have a responsibility as well to become as educated as possible. Because I agree on that. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. It, it actually only, I mean, a lot of people uh, just go by their own experience and then it actually pushes them in that industry. And that's one of the plus things about it when you realize, wow, I've taken something now, I understand that I need supplementation. I can't, I cannot eat a healthy, complete functioning lifestyle without added nutrition because then I'm not going to always get in food. So I think it's uh, the, one of the beautiful things about that, whatever, whatever company or whatever person's promoting is nine out of 10 times, it does push that person to digging deep to get better educated on that particular field just by seeing their own body change. So that's, the, that's one of the beautiful blessings uh, uh, of that. How can uh, our viewers and listeners uh, reach you? Sure. Um, I have my website, which is evexiahealth.com, and that's E-V-E-X-I-A. And by the way, Evexia is Greek for well-being, which is I why I chose that, that name. So that. Um, I'm also on Facebook and Instagram. Um, so I would, I would love to connect with people. I do have, if anyone's interested, um, they can go through either my Instagram or my website and sign up for a free ebook that I've written that is 10 proven strategies to lose weight without dieting. Um, and that's, that's available for free. It's a, it's a good resource. Um, so yeah, that's, that's where I'm at. Wonderful. And of course we will make sure that all that information gets in the show, show notes. Um, we have so enjoyed this conversation today and, you know, the, the well, our wellness is within our purview you know, we are responsible for ourselves. And that's the bottom line. And and I know firsthand, we all know firsthand, how hard it is to take a look, good look at yourself. And what are we, are we contributing? Or are we not contributing to our own wellness? And on that note, I'm going to turn it over to Carol Sue to just chat very quickly about Wealth Wellness Wednesday. That's right. Everyone knows this is one of my favorite days of the week. That is when we embrace and understand to have that healthy relationship with finances, with money, right? Mindset. And we always talk about how can you actually, as an entrepreneur, put it out in the universe. We already know that our thoughts are electrical currents. We want to put out good vibes out there. We want to impact people. So this has nothing to do with donating to your favorite charity. It's an act of kindness to a random stranger. So it's a random act of kindness to someone that you do not know. So what does that mean? It's putting it out. It's the physical act. It has nothing to do with the dollar amount either. It could be a dollar, it could be five dollars, whatever, whatever floats your boat, but it's really impacting someone that you don't know. I'm going to give you a couple short little, little uh, ways to do that. Say you're in your Walmart or one of your favorite stores, that's that catch-all store, groceries, clothes, cat food, you name it, it's in there, right? Even sports equipment. Uh, maybe go down the sports aisle. Maybe you know somebody that they're trying to get fit again, right? Stick a little bill in one of the boxes, right? That's a great way to do it. We always know that a lot of people love their pets, so it's part of their family. Go down the cat food aisle. Again, put a couple bills in here or there. Baby food aisle, right? You know, how many people are struggling for that formula, for those diapers? It's just a great way for you to change that mindset you're putting out in the universe that you're sharing and caring about wealth and wellness and impacting and 
because the bottom line with an entrepreneur, the more you make, the more you can impact. You know, maybe now, wouldn't it be pretty cool to just write out that check to that church that their burner just left? Or how about all the people that are struggling uh, in the West Coast uh, of Florida? You know, knowing that you could go there and not think twice about writing that check to help people out. The whole point is you got to start somewhere and pushing that kindness train and really understand that a healthy relationship with money, mindset, and your wealth and your wellness all combined is good spirit. So that's pretty much what it is. We hope that you enjoyed this episode, this show today. We so much enjoyed you. You gave so much value, uh, so much input. We appreciate you. We hope you come back on again. And with that, we are wishing you a great wellness, Wealth Wellness Wednesday. We'll see you tomorrow for Trending Thursday. Let's start off by being the trendsetters ourselves. Take care, everyone. This is Carol Sue, a.k.a. Nani Boss, live with... Two sisters. Hey, this is Janice, aka Wellness Diva 5.0, and I'm loving my lipstick today. Have a great day, everyone. Bye for now. <laughs>